Welcome to another episode of the Standing Desk Podcast. I'm Ben, and I'm joined by Dan. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, how was your week? You know, it was a little, little, little hectic, a little busy at work, but you know, I got through it, and I'm here on the weekend. That's right. I'm just excited to be sitting here and recording a podcast. That's right. There's nothing better than recording no. a podcast at our standing desk. Exactly. Uh, so, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, the best or most listenable throwback songs. We're going to talk about Halloween candy. We're going to talk about pumpkin patches. We're going to talk about the return of the NBA. Potentially talk about work happy hours. But there's just so much to cover. So much, so much. So stay, stay with us. It's going to be a heater of an episode. It, it, yeah, we're pumped. But um, before we get into that, uh, I just had to talk about a quick goof I had at work this week. Uh, so in my workplace, we didn't really do a lot of virtual stuff. You're not a big for... WFH guy. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, I was never working from home. Just the nature of the job didn't allow me to. So I never really got accustomed to virtual calls. Mm, you didn't have to Google do the Hangouts, whole, then you're, you're on mute. Zooms. So, sorry, I was muted. How do you work this dang camp? No. So, so that's exactly what happened to me. I had a call with some, like, contact from across the country that I had to, like, talk to about something. And, yeah, I started, I started talk. I put myself on mute, and I started talking, and it was, uh, oh, Ben, uh, I, I think you're on mute. I think you're, I was like, oh, no! It happens to the best no! of us, man. See... See, it's it's less excusable for someone like me who's been doing this for a year and a half, <laughs> make almost two years now, and I still do it. <laughs> it's fine. You just want to be able to talk. I, it's not normal to like, oh, unmute. <laughs> I, I just want like a little button that I can like hold down to be muted and then like unhold it to like, mm, like I want yeah. like a full radio soundboard <laughs> when I'm in a virtual That'd call. That'd be good. That'd be sweet. I can mix my sounds, do, like have like sound effects if yeah, something reverb. bad happens. Yeah. What is it? So that's that. Just a, a little bit of a bummer. A little classic WFH gaff. You know, it happens. To like the best and of us. subscribe if you can relate to that. Um, okay, now we're gonna talk about. Oh, so the meat and potatoes. <laughs> so I was listening to a song. I was like, this song is so good. It was a 2000 song. Uh, and it got me thinking about what are the most listenable throwback songs. And by listenable, we mean something that's going to be in the everyday roto. Yes. Like you're not going to skip it on shuffle all the time when it comes yeah. up. Cause you're like, this is a very niche song that can only be used in certain situations. Exactly. So like if you're listening to a, a throwback playlist, you're going to be in like a throwback mood. Sure. going to be a lot of bangers. And you're probably not going to skip anything because you're, like, in throwback mode. Yep. But if you're just, yeah, like Dan said, if you're just listening to your rotation, then what songs are still good in the, in the normal, most recent playlist? And the date range we're working with is 2000 to 2009, yep. not the greatest year in music, 2010. <laughs> exactly. A lot of, uh, lot of songs had to make the cut, unfortunately. Yeah, we did a lot of research for this one. Uh, this is going to be a farm-esque segment, I would almost say. Yeah. Goats and what's. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Dan, you want to start us off? All right, I'm going to start us off with... I'm just coming right out of pocket with this one. Okay. This is a... Considered one of the greatest albums of the era. Comes from there. Um, my One of my personal favorite songs from the, the album... 
I'm going to do the uh, song Lovers in Japan slash Reign of Love by Coldplay. I knew you were going to pull out some Coldplay. I, it's from the album Viva La Vida. That, is one of my, that song is always in my head. That's a niche-ass I know. I'm, I'm coming in with the deep cuts. Okay, bro. So I'm, right. I'm putting that in there. I think that's that's one of the greatest songs from the 2010s. It's always going to be in there for me. Okay. All Viva right. La Vida's, it's good, but I, I'm not going to listen to it all the time. You what know? about Violet Hill? That's more niche than Lovers in Japan. <laughs> oh, my absolutely. My mistake is that was better than, Violet, uh, than Viva La Vida. What, like when I was like, when really? I had on my Nano, yeah. Wow. But, Dang, that's a hot take. I don't know. I think there's a many songs better than Viva La Vida on that on that album, but never listened to it all. But I digress. <laughs> I got it for Christmas one year. <laughs> Love it. I kind of miss getting CDs. Anyway, uh, so that kind of transitions into mine. So, so note for my favorites. Uh, a lot of people who know me will know that Linkin Park is my favorite band of all time. Noted. Probably always will be. I had almost all of their CDs, uh, but. There are no Linkin Park songs on my list. As much as I wanted to include one or three, (laughs) I decided that I couldn't eliminate my bias from the equation. So I couldn't have bias. No, I'm sure. Okay, I mean, like obviously these are subjective, but I think a lot of Linkin Park songs don't stand the test of time for a normal person. (laughs) Dude, I almost put. the catalyst on here, man. I knew you. Yep. I was looking through. I was like, Dan. I was so close to doing it. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. Number one. American Idiot. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> what? That would have been the most left field answer ever. Right okay. There. Now, actually. My number one out of all is. Oh, for Ferris Game, mine was in no particular order. Okay. I don't, this is the only one that's listed as, I think, the number one. Oh, clear cut. Okay. Yeah. It's Superstar. Lupe Fiasco. Oh, I, I almost put that on mine, it's too. Oh, banger. Certified. Dude. Yeah. I mean, like, it'll, like, randomly come up in my head, and I'll just be singing it for, like, a couple days. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that song. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the production. Like, they just, it's, like, kind of, like, a timeless, it's just, it it's just timeless pop. Yeah. I, it, you can't say much more. It than mixes that. Like, like the classic pop chorus with rap verses. Yeah, so wow. and it's not like it's no no disrespect. Um, it's not like Lincoln Park, which was maybe a more niche <laughs> yeah, yeah. type of music. The yeah. rock, hard rock, rap, and the rapper isn't like they don't have a super unique voice. Yeah, exactly. Not like a mumble rapper. He's not right. Lil Wayne. Yeah, it's not something like you remember that song "I'm Awesome" by Spose. No. Good. Okay. Don't look that one up, kids. That was one of my... I love that song back in the day. <laughs> okay, you go. You go. All right. Next one. Uh, we all knew it was coming. Um, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. By Kid Cudi. I had a feeling you put that one, too. <laughs> I, was, I, mean, I was like, look... I mean, it's too I easy. know. I knew you had a Cudi one. Yeah. There had to be a... I, I'm, so, I tried to do one per artist. Um, yeah. I had to put Cudi because... That's a good one. Like, yeah, this is a great album. I didn't want to do something like super too deep Cudi. Uh, oh. 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 <laughs> Um, from like one of his mixtapes or something like Pursuit of Happiness is just like anytime it comes mm-hmm. on everyone's gonna be like be super true. pumped like it's a great song it's a, like fun energy and stuff like there's other songs off that like I almost did Up Up and Away instead That's which is another really good, good. one but good. or uh, Alive or something like that but Ooh, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness is my representation mm-hmm. from Cuddy uh, you can't not, you can't not <laughs> like Cuddy Lobby mm-hmm. uh, I love it that's great <clears throat> alright my next one is Forever by Chris Brown 
Really? Ooh. I don't think that's a hot take. Oh, I man. think that's a generally beloved song. I don't know if it's like become too much of a wedding song. Yeah, maybe. Um, don't get me wrong. It's a good song. It's so good. I don't know if I put it in my top five. Every time it comes up. Well, clearly I didn't, but... This is a heater. I listen to the whole thing. True. And I sing along. (laughs) It's just like... And I do a dance. I get out of my car. I have the lyrics tattooed on my arm. (laughs) All right, that's my next one. All right. I'm trying to decide which... All right, I'll do the least interesting of my final three. Um, I'll do... No, you get five. Yeah, we got done. Two. Oh, your final three. My yeah, final okay. three. Yeah, okay. my final three. Um, I'm gonna do uh, "For Emma" by Bonnie Bear. <laughs> okay, man. Cool. It's so good. What are you talking about? Cool. That's one of like the most. <laughs> that was one of the most iconic like indie albums like of all time. Okay. <laughs> That's the one with uh, uh, what's what's his main one? Skinny Love. Yeah. Yeah, it's the that one. Album. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do Skinny Love. For Emma's good. I think it's like that and Skinny Love that I like off that album. The Wolves? I don't... I'd have to go back. Okay, you're just like not indie like me, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, that's my, that's my least interesting of the next ones. Okay. Um, My next one... I don't... I think most people know the song. Show Me What I'm Looking For by mm. Carolina Liar. Absolutely. Peter. That was... Pre-2010? Mm-hmm. I think it was 08. Oh, Lord. Okay, I didn't even consider that. That's I thought that was, like, way later. No, yeah, I think so. Um, that's a song that comes on, and, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this song. Right. Then I'll forget about it again for two years. Mm-hmm. Then it'll come on again, I'm yep. like, oh, yeah! Exactly. Exactly. It, dude, that, that, um, you've heard me say this a thousand times, but the rest of the world hasn't. It only got big because it was a free single of the that's week right. on iTunes. That's right. I remember when that and Fireflies came out as free <laughs> singles of the week on iTunes, and I was like, wow, this is a great thing that they're doing here. And then they discontinued the free single of the week, and I think they need to bring it back. And iTunes altogether. And I, yeah, it's true. Bummer. Big <laughs> bummer. Big, big F in the chat for iTunes. All right. My next one is... I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna like this one. Nine in the afternoon by Panic I at the Disco. I love it. Okay, Big fan. That just barely missed my cut. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah. That's that's that was Great. my favorite song in fourth grade. Yeah. And it's it's been a consistent part of my mm-hmm. music ever since. It's kind of like pop punky a yeah. little bit, but it's just ah, it's just a beat. You it's, know, it puts you in a good mood. I don't care what the context of the song is. It just <laughs> yeah. sounds really nice. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to the lyrics. Bro, I shouldn't have been 10 <laughs> listening to that song. There's no doubt, but I didn't know any better. Yeah, it's a jam. It just sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> agreed. Agreed. It's just neat. Okay, my next one is Can't Tell Me Nothing by Kanye West. <sighs> okay. I had to get a Kanye one yeah. in there. Thought about Stronger, thought about Flashing Lights, thought about all of them. I think it's Can't Tell Me Nothing. Okay, well, then I'll just piggyback off yours because my final one is uh, Kanye off the same album. I chose I Wonder. Okay. That's become, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like becoming my favorite song on that album. That's a good song. It's it, so good. I think that's the most, that that stands the test of time out yeah. of all of his albums. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's I mean, no, I'm not saying Jesus isn't going to live forever, but that maybe not is going to be yeah. super great down the line. 808s is going to be good forever just because it sounds so freaking amazing. But that's also kind of a one that's like, it's very auto tune I don't know how like mm-hmm. 20 years down the line of what that's going to look like, how people are going to look at that. That's true. Uh, my last one is Electric Feel by MGMT. Over kids. 
Whoa. Wait, so that was 2009? I thought that one was 2010 also. Wow. Oh, that was 2007! Yeah, it was early. Wow. I would actually... My my take is I would do Time to Pretend from that album. I mean, that... Wow, that was 2007? That was so ahead of its time. That's crazy. Oh, and they have the youth on that album. Dude, this was a crazy album. I know. For only 10 songs, they they went really hard. Yeah, they snapped. That's crazy. All right, what's your least favorite? <laughs> or least, okay, so this is least listenable, same context. So outside, if you're just, if it comes up on your playlist, you're driving around. Released in 2008. Oh, no. Wobble. Oh, man. I'm never going to be driving yeah. to work and then all of a sudden, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, <laughs> wobble, baby, wobble, yeah. Yeah, I can't hear more than five wobbles or before I turn it off. Like, <laughs> that's that's good. Point. Even in the setting of like a wedding where it's like most commonly used, about halfway through the yeah. song, I'm kind of you don't want some old. <laughs> I'm like, why are we doing this still? Okay, mine is maybe hot take. Oh, Hey Ya by Outcast. Okay, I don't I don't I, like that song. I'm not I, a res- fan. I respect it. Even in a throwback setting, I don't love it. You're just not a big why. Andre 3K guy. I mean, I like uh, what's that other one? Miss Jackson. I really like Miss Jackson. Okay, so you don't even... It's not even that you don't like their sound. It's like you just don't like that particular song. Yeah, I don't know. What about it? It is. Huh. Yeah. Did you have another? You said you had another or no? Well, I I was going to say the Cupid Shuffle also. Very similar vein. (laughs) Okay, yeah, dance songs. Yeah, just like... Yeah. yeah. But but there's some dance songs I'll listen to all day. Cupid Shuffle's kind of a banger. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. That's why I went with Wobble instead. But there's some dance songs that I'll listen to, like the, any Soldier Boy song or like Hit the Quan. I'll listen to that all day. But <laughs> That's true. Um, Wobble just gets on my nerves in a yeah. weird way. Nah, I get that. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. Right back. All right, next segment. You know it. Icebreaker. We're going to call someone we know, ask them a random question, and they have to answer off rip. Uh, so today we're calling my good friend Cam, uh, lives in San Francisco, he likes basketball, <laughs> so we're going to ask him a basketball-related question. Yo, what's up? Yo, quick question for you. If you could, I got Dan here. Got a quick uh, podcast icebreaker question for you. Oh, let's go. Um, if if who do you think you could beat? Or sorry, I didn't map this right. out well <laughs> enough. Uh, if you could beat, <laughs> do you not ask this? <laughs> Which NBA player do you think you have the best chance against in a game of twenty-one? Yep. Which does it have to be a current NBA player? Uh, they cannot be pre-80s. Can't be pre-80s, okay. Because um, then you can use, like, George Mikan. <laughs> no <All> mailman. <laughs> but you can't choose the mailman. Mm-hmm. Who would I pick? Um, let's go with Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> I like it. That's, that's a good choice. That's kind of an attack it's against the sun. You know, that's the only. You got to pick someone who you could beat one way, and that's that's the only way. So he, he is indeed seven feet long, which might come into an issue. But I like the thought. What approach would you take? Would you just like try to run at him? <laughs> yeah, see if he sags off. See what he does. You know, if he, <laughs> and if he sags, just no hit him with the jumper. Really quick. There's just no way. Yeah. Okay, you're right. 
All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. I bet. I probably would have gone Muggsy Bogues and just backed him down in the post. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who I'd do. I think Frank's actually a good answer. It, no, it's, it's definitely a great <laughs> answer. That dude is just titanically slow. Yeah. But just... <laughs> boys' shoes are stuck mm-hmm. in molasses. All right. Thanks, Cam. Ben, it's one of my favorite times of the year right now. It's fall. It is fall. It's fall, y'all. Autumn. It's autumn, if you will, if as some people say. <laughs> and as which comes with the territory. <laughs> some weird say. <laughs> what comes with that territory is, you know, Halloween, pumpkins, candy, and all that great stuff. And I want to take a little dive into that. Yeah, yeah. Number one, one of everything's everyone's favorite things to do, theoretically, is to go to pumpkin patches, right? <laughs> sure. Keyword there. <laughs> Notice I said theoretically. Mm-hmm. I think we need I think we need to get some new legislation in place. <laughs> Um, to what can be defined as a pumpkin patch. I love this. Similar to how craft singles are called a dairy product and they're not allowed to be called cheese, I think 32 pumpkins stacked on top of hay bales should not be legally allowed to be advertised <laughs> yes. as a pumpkin patch. Okay, thank you. I, I think, like, it is a scam. You're going to charge me $25 to park to go outside and walk to the dead pumpkin sitting on a little thing and then charge me 10 bucks for the pumpkin and then $13 for cider? I no. think you went to the same exact quote-unquote pumpkin patch that I went to. Exact and, and that's kind of what I wanted to bring it up. Like, I want to hear more about your experience at the pumpkin patch and so we can really build up a class. So you went to see. one. No, I haven't yet. Oh. But, well, so, so well, kind of. I went to Pumpkin Fest at the Princess. Okay. And they had, like, pumpkins out there and stuff like that. But that got me thinking. Similar vibe. Like, yeah, similar kind mm-hmm. of vibe. It was a really fun event and all that stuff. But, yeah. like, the pumpkin section they had was weak at okay. best. But. So, yeah, I had a similar experience. I... We went out to this one. It was like 30 minutes away. Had good reviews. Saw a couple articles of like best pumpkin patches in Phoenix. Yep. Uh, or greater Phoenix area. So uh, we went. It was like $12 per person to get a ticket into the whole thing. It was like a whole festival kind of thing they had uh uh corn maze they had like a i do like petting zoo okay little bouncy house for some kids uh some other jungle gyms it was was very kid-centric which was maybe the the biggest issue but yeah just like you say their quote-unquote pumpkin patch was just pumpkins on hay barrels and we, we ended up just and all of them were like rotten right or tiny and we just didn't get, get one. It's similar to going to the grocery store Saturday night at like 8.30 yeah. and you're trying to pick out a bell pepper for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> and the only one that's there uh, yes. is softer than a sponge in an ocean, all right? I like, hate when that happens. It's so annoying. <laughs> all my late night bell pepper runs. Is that just me? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Weird. But I want to see it in the ground. I want to be like, this is yeah, my guy. Yes. And then I want them to cut it and I can take home a real pumpkin. Yep. I feel like otherwise it's just lazy. It is a marketing tactic. Where do they get them? I need I need to see. Farm to table, in, bro. <laughs> I want fair trade pumpkins yeah. in my pumpkin patch. This is something that the FDA needs to This is needs to take priority number 1. Yeah. All right. It is pumpkin season and I want only the freshest and coolest pumpkins. That's I don't right. want I don't want to go to a pumpkin patch just for the photo op. I want a photo op and it's, a fresh pumpkin. Honestly, man. There is nothing aesthetic about a hay bale. Nothing. <laughs> that that is my biggest <laughs> one of the most frustrating things in the world cuz like I keep looking online for pumpkin patches and like you say all of them are in just 
It's just a lot that features hay. Yeah. What about it? Why do we like hay so much? Is it just cheap? I don't. No one likes hay. <laughs> no one wants anything. Someone does. <laughs> I mean, no one has ever had hay fever. I don't even know what hay fever is. Dude. Oh, dude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is so relevant. I was just filling out uh, my dentist form, switching dentists. So I had to fill out all the medical forms. And you had to go through the list of, no, I don't have that. No, I don't have that. And yeah, hay fever was there. Yep. I was like, does anyone know what this it's is? It's seasonal. Is it like a throat thing? You got like hay in your throat? I think you just like when you eat too much hay, like it, ah, you get sick. Okay. I'm pretty good at like holding myself to a specific amount. There's just so much fiber in it. Yeah. You know? That's I have no good. idea. <laughs> but- <laughs> I don't even know what hay fever is. There's so many random, like West mm. Nile virus is now a thing again. Facts. Like that's crazy. Like what is, what is hay fever? It's, oh, it's just like pollen and hay. That's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like a... It's sneezing, a runny nose, red, watery eyes, and itchy eyes. Hmm. Oh, and your lungs collapse now. Um, <laughs> weird, but that's my... That, I, pumpkin patches should be regulated by the FDA. That's what I got to talk about there. <laughs> I um, like it. But going deeper into the, the, the seasonal discussion, the mm-hmm. uh, autumnal uh, tones of this discussion... <laughs> Uh, I want to talk Halloween candy a little bit with you. Okay, let's you, do it. We we both are seasoned veterans in the candy game. Yep. And I want to talk about how we should ban banana Laffy Taffies from children's uh, satchels. I don't think there's any discussion around this. I haven't met anyone who likes them. They're bad. They're just disgusting. They're just not good. <clears throat> in, in a similar vein, I think we should regulate... I'm talking. This is a regulatory podcast now. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the variety packs of candy that you get that have like Three Musketeers, Milky Ways, all oh. that stuff. I think the baby Ruth to everything else ratio should be like one baby Ruth for every thir- thirty of everything else. Why don't we just get rid of baby Ruths? Well, I'm sure there's some people that like the creamy inside. So baby Ruths, I, I was gonna bring up a favorite, least favorite candy segment, but you just got to my least favorite candy. I'll start with least favorites. So, so why, what do you dislike about the Baby Ruth so they're, vehemently? They're, I don't like that much nougat, dog. Who likes that much nougat? It's all nougat. That's the it's issue. all nougat. I think that's the issue. Is it nougat I, or nougat? Nougat. No, it's nougat. <laughs> I think it's nougat. N o u g e t. Got it. Like anyway, nougat. there's too much of it. There's too much of it. Let's see. It's all in it. so, so <laughs> and I, chocolate coating. I've been dabbling in Milky Ways recently. Um... Those are fine. See, that's just that's just like <clears throat> caramel, caramel, so like and nougat. Snickers, Three Musketeers, Baby Ruth—they all take out an ingredient. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. It's like Snickers is what peanuts, some sort it's of a nut and caramel legume nougat, and then Three Musketeers is caramel nougat. Baby Ruth is just nougat. Wait, then what's a Milky Way? Oh, whoa. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> those, are, those are all in the same family. I think they're all bad. What was what was your most? Ex- yep, I said it. Snickers are the ladies most and, tolerable, ladies and gentlemen. Most tolerable. What a, what a development. They're very average at best. Okay, so then what do you con- <laughs> what do you consider an elite Halloween candy? Um, S tier. Wow, favorite. I'm so excited to get well, this. I don't, this is my favorite. If you say Kit Kat, I'm a knock you <laughs> no, out. No, it's absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Well, at work, we did this as an icebreaker. Uh, favorite and least favorite candies, and like nine people in a row said Reese's Cups, which I didn't know they were that popular. They're really good. They are very good. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. So my favorite is Almond Joy. I wouldn't say it's S tier. 
I that objectively is the craziest take I've ever heard in my life. Probably B tier. I, I just heard three days into the future, and everyone gasped when they heard you say Almond Joy was your favorite. <laughs> so good. Big coconut guy. But they just slap a whole almond it's on top. It's just good, man. I don't tell you. <laughs> I have no explanation. I just love them. See, it sucks <laughs> because you're the most wrong in this situation, I and know. you're going to cringe when you hear what I say was my oh, favorite. No. I think Butterfingers are the best. Okay, they're not the best. <laughs> All right, Almond Joy. I like them. But they're not the best. I go crazy for Butterfingers. They're good. They're very good. There's something about the... I don't... I can't even describe what the flavor is. I don't know what's in there. I just don't like getting all the, like, toffee in your teeth. What are you talking about? I scrape that up and make a whole new Butterfinger out of it. It's just, like, in your teeth for what feels like days. It's part of the experience. (laughs) Yeah, it's part of the experience. I don't know. So you don't like popcorn because you get kernels in your teeth? I don't love that part of popcorn. That part of popcorn. Yeah. But do you love popcorn? I do like popcorn. Oh, so then it. why do you hate Butterfingers so much? <laughs> I guess there's so much more. Hmm. I actually do. That's a good point, though. I really hate that about popcorn. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Well, people should start throwing, like, uncooked bags of Orville Redenbacher in kids' bags for Halloween. <laughs> Dude, no. I had that. Here's some popcorn. I got some popcorn in some years. I got a toothbrush one year. It was like, because you're eating so much candy. <laughs> Gonna need to brush your teeth. I, did, I didn't think that was a real thing that happened. Oh, it's a thing. I, get, I always got candy, and people are like, oh, yeah, I got raisins. Like, oh, I got a 30-year agency <laughs> bond. Like, I don't oh, know. I didn't get a bond. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Here's the high-yield security, Sonny. <laughs> I have a thousand of these. In 20 years, this $3 call will be worth five. Yeah, wait, are we going to get, like, NFTs? <laughs> Bro, I'm going to get Dogecoin in my yeah, for Halloween this year. Um, that kind of leads me into another thing I want to talk about, about things that shouldn't be good, but they kind of are at the same time, is candy corn. Okay. I don't... Someone said, wax looks tasty, but I don't think it's going to be good to eat. I'm going to do the next best thing and just dump sugar into it. See, I like candy corn. See, what do you like about candy corn? I just think that... I just like sugar, I guess. Like, what is... is, Does candy corn have a flavor? Sugar. But see, I feel like the white, the orange, and then the yellow have different tastes. No. Is that all placebo? Color. Yeah. Have I been yeah. led astray You've this whole time? Sir. <laughs> what if it's white flim sugar? Flam. I've been flim flam hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Big candy corn doesn't want you to know that. But... Yeah, exactly. Wait, so then are the 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 pumpkin shaped ones also just sugar? Sure, yeah. I do the pumpkin ones are gas. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. Something about like the the shape. Okay, I can actually agree with you that know? because this is a big dis- like heated debate between uh, my girlfriend and I about which shapes of pasta are the best. Oh, bow tie. This is the best. <laughs> You're gonna say fusilli, aren't you? No, I'm not gonna say fusilli. <laughs> Who do you take? I penne. am. I'll, I'll take penne. I think penne is a great is one of the top flavor. I like the kind of short and stubby round ones. Oh, the rigatoni? Yeah, big rigatoni guy. Those are good. I mean, shells are also good. Angel hair is fun and quick. That's true. I do like angel hair. Bow. Okay, my biggest beef with bow tie <laughs> is that I can never seem to cook it the amount of time. This maybe it's just a big user error, but like, I, whenever I do it, the middle is always crunchy, and oh, the yeah, outsides yeah, just are just around. floppy. Just how? How? I don't how, know. Can I, how can I boil something wrong? I don't know. That's concerning. I, I follow the instructions to a T. 
I put olive oil in the water. I do. I've salted it. I've done. I've prepared this water and made it a beautiful little thing. I don't know what you're doing wrong, man. I just throw it in there. I don't even follow the instructions. You don't even stir. Good. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten past my multitasking while making pasta. Okay. Well, uh, this got know. off the rails, but. Uh, so back to candy. Okay. So can we just agree though that there's a difference between sweet candies or like sorry sour fruity based candies and chocolate candies they're two different yeah you have, categories. you have your gelatinous family and yeah, then you exactly. have your chocolate base yeah. yeah for sure that's those are two different what's your favorite experiences what's your favorite non-chocolate candy knee jerk is sour patch kids yeah i think that's the right answer i do Watermelon. also love the cherry lemonade nerds that's so vile <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't. I've never had those. It's it's more They're like so strange good. that you taste. Well, no, because one of my clients for work, they literally would stop candy, and then for about a month, they only had the cherry lemonade <laughs> nerds, and I was like, I guess I'll just eat these, and okay. they were so good. All right, that's fair. Do you like ropes? No, sour patch straws, mm-hmm. nerds ropes. Yeah. When's the last time you had a nerd rope? I don't know. I think I've only had like two ever. I don't like. I don't think they still produce them. I don't think so either. Oh, what a loss for society. I don't know. We would be in a... I, Do you like nerds? Just just the cherry lemon. Oh, I mean, like, they're fine. Okay. If if I don't have a whole lot of other options... Like, I'm not going to say no to nerds if they're presented before me, but I'm never going to go to a candy store and be like, hook me up with a million nerds right now. How do you feel about those whale gummies that you see only at candy stores? They're a subpar version of Swedish Fish. Agreed. I cancel what I said before. My favorite gelatinous candy is Swedish Fish. They're good. They're Dan, what's the flavor? Lingonberry. That's for right. those of you at home that don't know, it's lingonberry. <laughs> Fun little factoid for you. Impress your friends. That's and right. Must, I mean, you all have probably heard it from me at this point. Yeah, so. exactly. Everyone's probably just groaned when they heard that. Except for our one Aussie listener. Yeah, big ups to Australia. Uh, anything else to add on candies? No, I, I think I've said my piece. I don't want to say anything uh, crazy. Uh, I'm going to say one more maybe crazy thing. Uh, the mini M&Ms are probably the best version of M&Ms. Okay. I think I understand that. Okay. I don't like regular M&Ms. I think they're bad. Peanut M&Ms? Goated. Peanut butter M&Ms? Uh, they're fine. Better than regular M&Ms. Worse than peanut M&Ms. Okay. That's weird, but okay. You you agree that peanut M Ms are the best, right? I think it's fact at this point. I don't know. Oh, dude, M&Ms the peanut are butter bad. ones are crazy. I don't love the double crunch part of a peanut M M&M. mm-hmm. I have to get through that outer kind of sugar casing, and then I meet a full peanut. What? No. There's no. something so nice about biting into a peanut butter M M&M, M where it's the crunch and then the smooth peanut butter on the. In the, on the guts. I think my problem there is I hate is that I like, call it guts. They're, they're encroaching on Reese's space. So like, now we care way. about candy intellectual property? Kind of. <laughs> if I'm eating an M&M or peanut M&M, it's chocolate. Exactly. Then, then why, <laughs> what do you have to say about Reese's pieces? That is a yeah. that is a no, breach of intellectual I property. I, I'm, I'm anti racist That is thought theft. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree, man. For for a second, I was thinking Reese's Puffs. No, cancel Reese. Okay, Reese's Puffs. 
They're That's fine. encroaching on Cocoa Puffs. No, it's different. Oh, how? Because uh, they put a little peanut butter in the ball? It's di- it's di- uh, No, no, it's different because uh, Cocoa Puffs has chocolate cereal. Reese's has chocolate peanut butter. Reese's should own all chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> Vertically integrated. Peanut chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> This is turning into a candy supply chain <laughs> discussion. I don't know. That's different. That's, that's more like Cookie Crisp is encroaching on Cocoa Puffs. What? <laughs> okay, no. They can do what they want. No one likes Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Cookie Crisp. Thing, yeah. That, okay. We're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. That's one of the wildest takes ever. Cocoa Pebbles is encroaching on uh, Rice Rice Krispies. Krispies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, they're not because it's chocolate and the other is flavored like corn yeah, or rice. But like, I don't it's know. not even the same like type. It's not even crisp, crisp, crisp rice. It's just what is flakes? It? Oh yeah, it is. They're closer is to flakes, corn huh? flakes than they are to rice krispies. I think, no, I think they're pebbles. Okay, fruity pebbles. The the biggest fraud. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? what are they approaching our tricks? Get him out of here, dude. Yes. Silly Benji. Okay, tricks was doing the best for a second. They were fruity. They have all shapes. Then they had to go to the puffs. They changed to spheres. Remember the shapes? Oh, yeah. And then they did away with those. Probably cost less to make spheres instead of these shapes. <laughs> Again, supply chain <laughs> analytics here. <laughs> The cost per trick, the CP, the CPT was getting too high, so they had to change it to spheres to maximize yeah. their production. Exactly. No, probably. Um, okay. It costs one Dogecoin to make a trick now. <laughs> is it a trick or is it a tricks? I think it is a trick. Got a little trick for you. <laughs> trick or treat? Tricks or treat? I don't know where I'm going with so this. One house just gives you one little pebble. Here you go, Senate. They put it in like a little dime bag. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Boy. All right. We're just getting off the rails. All right. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. We're going to get into Cooler Talk. Oh, no. Nope. Sorry. Too early. We're going to get into Cooler Talk in just a second here. Uh, but before we do that, we wanted to plug our Patreon. Patreon? What's that? Patreon is this great little website, service, and app where you can donate to our podcast and get exclusive content. Like what? Uh, First tier, you get a thank you video from us every month. What? Yeah. Special. I know. Second tier, five bucks. Uh, You get uh, the episode early. Do I also get the video message? You do, Dan. I get both? You get both. For $5 a month. That's right. That's only $60 a year. It's crazy. That's unbelievable. It's like uh, it's a video game if you're into that. Wow. That's crazy, Ben. I, I love know. supporting my favorite creators on Patreon. You can just not buy one coffee that month. Yep. Just go without it. Make it at home. Cleanse yourself from sure. caffeine. <laughs> uh, third tier is you get merch. Yep. Exclusive merch Very to exclusive. be determined, but it will be fire, heat, uh, <clears throat> gasoline. 
in the last tier. You own us. You own us. $10,000 a month. This intellectual property is yours. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, well, let's get into Cooler Talk. Wait, Ben, what's the oh, link, though? You're right. Sorry. Sorry. How do I find the, my favorite podcast on Patreon? <laughs> it's patreon.com slash standing desk. Wait, can you say that one more time? I was writing it down. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash standing desk. All right. I'm excited to contribute to my favorite podcast. Sweet. All right, let's get into Cooler Talk. Cooler uh, Talk. <laughs> there it is. All right, Dan, you go first. All right. Uh, my good friend Benjamin Robert Norman III uh, has brought me a delicious drink today. It is a perishable item, so I need to keep it refrigerated. It is a Bolt House Farms Mango Protein Plus. Not just regular protein. Protein Plus. All the protein. Why is it plus? Because it has an. it is an excellent source of vitamins A and C. I get 30 grams of protein and 100%, 120% more protein than their perfectly protein beverages that they typically have. <laughs> perfectly protein? Yeah. Ex- apparently, it's perfect protein. Um, they've been spending over 100 years working on their land, uh, but one lesson has risen to the top. The best beverages come from the best ingredients, crisp veggies, ripe fruit, and delicious dairy. This is all blended together into one happy little shake here. I'm going to give a little shake. Very unsatisfying opening. Oh, that was, that was good. Nice. That was okay. good. A um, little smell test for the, for the culture. Oh, smells like mangoes, but a nice mango, nice like a mango yogurt, if you will. <laughs> it looks yogurty. It is pretty it looks thick. It's pretty thick. Uh, let's give it a little taste test. Mm. It's indeed very thick. Oh, <laughs> like uh, what's that? Kefir? You ever had kefir? No, it sounds like a drug. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's like just like a thick drink. The first sip was very tart, but in a good way. Okay. I this is as far as <laughs> as far as uh, your you know bottled protein shakes go. This is one of the best ones I've ever had. I can say that confidently. I'm going to go with a seven point five on this one. Dang. Okay. This is very good. Good stuff. It's no naked the juice uh, blue machine, but it's mm. still very good. Mm. Okay, so it's like that naked juice style. Uh, it's a little thicker than that. Oh wow. That's a thick boy. This, this boy thick. <clears throat> All right, Dan got me a an aloe vera juice drink from Sprouts Farmers Market, our favorite farmers market. Uh, it's mango flavored. Ancient, that was not planned, by the way. Yeah, it was not. Not Double at all. mango. Never is. Uh, ancient Egyptians called aloe the plant of immortality, with a multitude of ways to utilize the inside meat of the plant. One way is to drink it. Whoa. Yep. Sprouts. Refreshing mango flavored aloe vera drink is low in sodium and has zero fat. <gasps> Whoa! Health drink. All right, we'll shake. I hope it gives Ben immortality, <laughs> so we can do this we podcast podca- forever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was pretty bad. Yeah, an equally unsatisfying <laughs> opening. <laughs> okay. Smell. <laughs> All right, man. I'm smelling it. <laughs> smells. It. it smells incredible. Really? Oh, it smells. So good. Crisp, refreshing mangoes. Yeah, that's what it smells like. <laughs> He's chewing oh, on it, which is a little weird. <laughs> yeah, there are chunks of something in here. No, there are chunks of aloe vera in there. Oh. I don't love that. It's pulpy. So I'm not anti-pulp. I actually like pulp in my orange juice. No, oh, I hate it. I think I wasn't expecting it. Which Neither kind was I. of just like caught me off guard. That's a, that's a failing on my part. No, no. It doesn't say anywhere. They really just surprised you with yeah. it. But no, it's good. It's I, it's refreshing. 
I prefer my aloe juice pulpless. <laughs> I'll probably finish this. Oh, good. Wow. Rating out of 10? Um, 8.2. Whoa. Okay. If it was, uh, no, I'm going to say 7.9. What if it was pulpless? Probably 8.2. Okay. I can, yeah, I can pulp- with that. Takes off point three. A very successful week uh, so far on Cooler Talk. Uh, if you have any suggestions for us, uh, feel free to tweet mm-hmm. us at the soon-to-be-created Twitter page. At, uh, to be de- just serve look- and handle. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, look handle- up in a week. Yeah, just start looking up Standing Desk on Twitter and see what happens. Also, we want to plug our tickety talk t- TikTok. Uh, uh, do you want to talk about this sure. as our chief communications officer? Yeah, uh, as the chief communications officer of uh, the, the Standing Desk Podcast Productions LLC. Um, we're, we're have a TikTok page where we're going to post fun and relatable content and also keeps it be able to engage with us a little bit. Maybe, maybe once we get a good following on there, we'll do a live session. We'll do like a little live podcast on there. So worth, worth following for sure. Mm -hmm. The handle is the standing desk podcast. If you can believe it, that wasn't taken. Um, we do have a, we, we have a TikTok up there that already has over 600 views. So you Mm -hmm. know what? We're kind of viral and famous. We have 600, 619. That's pretty good. That's pretty great. How many Uh, likes? Don't worry about that. hundred. Um, <laughs> I just looked. It's hundreds. Yep, hundreds. Wow, wow, we went crazy. Um, follow us on there. We're gonna post some fun and cool content. Maybe give you a little sneak preview of uh, some of the some of the episodes. Boom. Similar to the podcast being back, the NBA has also returned recently. That is correct. And I don't want to speak too presumptuously, but basketball is my favorite sport, and I do believe it is Benjamin's favorite sport that as is well. Correct. So we're very excited about this recent development in the sporting <laughs> world. Um. One thing that is of note of this season, it is the 75th anniversary of the National Basketball Association. Well, pretty pretty impressive. It's been around for 75 years. It is now on Social Security. So looking back, at, so one thing that the NBA has done at every milestone year is they created a top 75 player or a top like for the 50, 50th anniversary, they did the top 50 players of all time or like they did top 75 players of all time for this uh, most recent, you know, anniversary. And there was a little bit of controversy on who was on and who was not on the list. Yep. Ben, who do you think? Do you think there was any snubs on the list? I think Dwight Howard should have made it over Anthony Davis. I wholeheartedly support that. So here's my hot take: Anthony Davis is big Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Okay, that's a hot take. Yeah. He just. I was watching the Suns game. Anthony Davis is just lazy. He disappears for minutes on end. Yep. Uh, he's really good when he wants to be, but it just feels like he never wants to be. He's fine at shooting, but streaky at best. He never really like uses his most dominant skills. Uh, so yeah, he's just big Andrew Wiggins. Do you think he's a better or worse player since he has joined the Lakers? Feels like worse. Yep. Feels like undoubtedly worse. Do you think that's because he's now second option? Yep. I think he does. I think he's an empty... St- Talk about empty stats, bro. <laughs> we think? heard Devin Booker yeah. being accused of empty stats for years. Anthony Davis was on the Pelicans. He made the playoffs once, right? Mm-hmm. And we're out first round? Yeah. In like five? Because I think that was the year that he hit the crazy buzzer beater winner mm-hmm. regular last, season. Yep. Yeah, against uh, Kevin Durant or the Thunder back when Kevin So Durant. really, he should not have ever made the playoffs. Actually, I don't like that line of thinking. So disregard. But Fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Dwight Howard, three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Didn't make it. Did Ben Wallace make it? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm going to pull up the list real quick. I, I saw, th- like, uh, 
side by side stats and, or um, like accomplishments. And Dwight Howard has more All Stars. They have the same number, or he has more All NBA teams. Dang. He. I mean, people forget that Dwight Howard was like the best, like one of the top three players in the league for multiple seasons. Yeah. Okay, it actually doesn't look like uh, my boy made it on. I I just don't know like what set Anthony Davis over the top. I think it's a recency bias thing. I think that's one of the biggest. What do you think he been good? It's literally all media hype. I don't know. I'm not gonna like trash the media. <laughs> Fledgling too podcast. much. Yeah, true. We can't really say anything, but <laughs> um. I think okay. another one that I don't necessarily agree with is Damian Lillard being on the list. I agree. It, as fun as he is to watch, as great of a shooter as he is, I don't think he's one of the 75 best basketball players of all time. Do you think Kyrie Irving should have been on it? I do not. I think he deserves it more than AD. Yeah. I he say, won the finals for the I would, I would, I would, team. I would put him over Dame also. Yeah, I agree. He's more accomplished. That's what I'm saying. Just because he sucks, like uh, as a person, doesn't mean that. Well, bro, he's doing his own research. Bro, he's. <laughs> um, Man. Um. What do you think Clay should have made it? See, that's a great point. Um. By the way, if you're not into sports, sorry. Yeah, this is a, this is going to be a sports centered final uh, little discussion here. I'm. Okay, I think Clay is on a similar plane of existence as Reggie Miller. Uh, well, Reggie Miller was on top 75, right? Right, he was, which makes it interesting because I think Clay is a better shooter. Um, Reggie Miller was bigger in... Actually, that's not true. I was going to say he's bigger in bigger moments or big moments, but... Yeah, but Clay's also... Have, but I think Reggie also wasn't the number one option on his team. Yeah. As opposed to Clay, who was a second, third option mm-hmm. on his team. So he played a completely different role. I think Clay should have been on it. I don't know. I don't. I, th- I think you can't fault someone for their circumstances. Clay over Dwight? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I do Dwight and Clay. And take off AD and Dan. What about Dolph Shays? <laughs> <laughs> was he on it? Yeah, Dolph Shays made the list. Um, young Dolph. <laughs> young Dolph. See, okay, I saw someone on the on the old internet forums that was saying that they thought Tony Parker should be on it over Dame. Like that was their pick over Dame. No, you don't think you so? look back at Tony's career. I did this the other day, and he actually wasn't as impressive as you think. But is he like a Steve Nash type, where the numbers don't necessarily tell the story? <clears throat> um, I mean, Steve Nash is an MVP. Right, but I mean... Two MVPs. <laughs> but doesn't Tony have two finals MVPs? I don't think that counts. What? I don't think that helps someone's case. Really? Yeah. Best player on a finals team? Yeah, no. Can it hurt their case if they don't have a finals MVP and they have rings? Yeah. So it can only... Dream on. Like, <laughs> like Dream... Or, I mean, Kobe didn't... He only got two out of the four or five. Or three out of the five. If you have, if you have like... I don't know. I don't put a lot of thought into that. I mean, okay. Tony, like, Tony, those Spurs teams were just a unit. I mean, they won those championships because they were a really good team. Him, Manu, and Tim. Mm-hmm. And they could say the same about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But, Especially the 15, like 15 in, until Katie Yeah, got I guess there. that's a good point. 
Because they, they were just like a real... I mean, obviously, they have like a very elite player in Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. And they have like amazing role players all around. Like, But like, I guess you could say the same for the Spurs with Timmy D being the greatest power forward of all time. I think... I think... I think... Okay. Steph would not be as good as he is. Especially in, in those big games without Clay. It's because like he... Clay draws so much attention. Even when he doesn't have the ball. Steph put up 30 a game last year with Jordan Poole. I know, and they didn't make playoffs. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I mean, he had 45 the other night and they won. But like, that was a godsend of a game. <laughs> you know, like, you can't do that every night. Oh. <laughs> Steph Curry. Well, like winning. Yeah. They figure him out and he has off nights. I mean, but does that hurt Steph's legacy then? No. It's just like, I mean, would that hurt Tony Parker's legacy if he didn't have Tim Duncan? Yeah. I mean... Does it hurt his legacy that he had Tim Duncan? Oh, no, it only helps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's... Okay, do you think... I think Clay was more critical to the success of the Warriors. Than Tony was to the Spurs? Yeah. That would be an interesting little study. To yeah, do. that would be interesting. I don't know. You probably look at that. <clears throat> uh, do you think Manu's more important than Tony? I don't know. I feel like... I'm not saying you need to be like a shooter. Was Tony good at defense? Yeah, I think so. I had a point. I mean, eh. But Clay is so good at yeah, defense. Yeah, Clay is like an elite defender. <laughs> and he's like the second best shooter in the league, arguably. Yeah, he's top five. Yeah. And he has been for a minute. That's no question. I mean, yeah, Tony got like over a steal a game for like six seasons. It's good. Yeah, that's fine. I mean... Tim was kind of the anchor on defense, and then they had a bunch of like, little scrappy boys playing on every other position where that could play D. Do you think Russ should have made it? Yes. Because the MVP? Yes. And triple doubles and whatnot? To an extent, the triple... I mean, the fact that he has gotten so many triple doubles is miraculous and mm-hmm. insane. So I think he does have a spot on there because he has the all-time record. I, I think if you are the... Perdone. Too much uh, mango smoothie. Um... <laughs> I think if you're the best player on a team that wins a championship, you should be at least considered for that, or if you hold an NBA record. Okay. Like, that's, like, I saw a bunch of people saying, like, oh, John Stockton wasn't really that good, but, like, all-time assist and steals yeah. leader, you can't ignore that. That dude's, a, that, <laughs> yeah. dude, that dude's top 30 all-time easy. For sure. But then you got, I think I think it's everyone who holds NBA records, like, like the legitimate ones, not like most turnovers in a game or something like that, which I'm pretty sure Russ holds that one. But oof, actually no, it's Harden. I think James Harden has like 16 in a game or something like that. That's awesome, which is pretty crazy. Did James Harden make it? Yes, that, he should. He's a top five shooting guard of all time at this point. Who you want? That's another day, day's conversation. MJ Wade West, Kobe. Oh, sorry, Kobe Harden. In no particular order. I'd have to think about it, man. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> Clay Thompson. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very confident in saying James Harden is the fifth greatest shooting guard I've ever. All right, man. Oh, you forget about Drazen Petrovic, bro. My guy. Bro. <laughs> he's one Reggie of the, Miller. Shooting he's a shooting guard. guard. Yeah, he's better. I don't know. I think he's better. I think, he, obviously, he's clearly a better Harden defender. gets a ring, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'm not saying Reggie has a ring. Yeah, Reggie doesn't. Have no, he a ring. doesn't. But yeah. <clears throat> I, don't know, I think Reggie's better. Wow, that's a that's a hot take. 
I think Harden is a better playmaker. He is a better shooter. Does rebounding even matter? I don't like his game, man. I don't like his game. I don't like his game either. But it produces... Fake basketball. I don't know, man. I think he's he's starting to establish himself as one, at least one of the greatest scorers of all time. Okay. Yeah, sure. Do Devin Booker. Devin Armani. Uh, okay, anything? Uh, what else for NBA? Um, I think the most exciting storyline this year is going to be watching the collapse of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yep. Like a super. They look horrible. Yeah. I, I, and this isn't even like the 2011 Miami Heat starting off like six and eight or whatever. This is like a team that was so poorly constructed yeah. that Buddy Heald would make them better. <laughs> No Oof. offense, buddy buckets. But. Sorry to our sack friend listeners. Yeah, friend singular. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that's one of the, I think they're gonna be a six, seven seed, maybe. Yeah. And then they'll sneak into the playoffs first or second round exit. And I think that the uh Miami Heat are gonna make a Eastern Conference Finals appearance. I agree. Do you think I LeBron looks slower? You know, I think in the year the year that he's 37, 38, I think this might be the year he starts to really decline. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I mean, like, I've, I see, I watched both of his, I watched his first two games, and yeah, he just looked like lethargic out on the court. Now, did you see that one possession where he, like, didn't run back on He just, offense? like, stayed back, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to knock the guy that hard for that, but... I don't know. Something's off. Yeah, something's off, man. He's, I been, think, he's been playing for too long. I, yeah. I think he knows the game so well and he just gets so frustrated when it People doesn't don't. go like he knows it should. Yeah, because Russell Westbrook's throwing no look passes <laughs> off of people's feet and it's going out of bounds. Breaking elbow jumpers. Yep, he should have retired three years ago. Tell, tell us about your parlay. Oh, gosh. I was so confident in... So, I had like a seven... I had a free bet. I was using my last free bet um, on a seven-game NBA parlay. And the only game I was worried about on it was the uh, Los Angeles Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors. I thought the Lakers were going to come out hot, you mm-hmm. know, something to prove. Mm-hmm. But I also thought the Warriors are mm-hmm. a sneaky good team. And the, that was the first game that was played. And the Warriors just blew it open and destroyed my parlay. So you did pick the Lakers or you picked the spread? I picked the Lakers because oh, I thought okay. they were going to win. But yeah. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just, you know, take a look. That's brutal. How I, many of them did you did you win? I, you know, I'm checking that right now. I I think I lost a decent amount. Like, I think I made some pretty poor picks. Um, let's take a look. Where is it? While you find it, I'll just talk about some of my picks. <laughs> I, so one of my group texts told me that the Mavs-Hawks over was free money. Quote-unquote, free money. Uh, so I bet $50 in free money. But, uh, yeah, I lost that. <laughs> I got I went four for seven. Pretty pretty awful. That's solid. Lakers. I had the Celtics beating the Knicks. I cannot believe that they didn't do that off Jalen Browns, the best player on the Celtics, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Scoring um, just about 50. Yeah, I lost the so Celtics, Lakers, and then I picked the Raptors over the Wizards, which should have been a gimme, but uh, <laughs> alas, it was not. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, I cannot believe that happened, but all the other games were easy. So shame, shame on me. That's this is why I don't sports man. gamble. It's true. Um, I think I've won like six bucks to date, not actually, but like, yeah, not a lot. Uh, MVP, who's your MVP pick? Oh man, this is tough. I remember last year I did something stupid, and I in my head I said Kawhi Leonard. Um, 
Well, he's injured. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that didn't really work out. Um, I mean, it's really hard to bet against Giannis. Okay. It's probably him. My bet with Cam and Kyle, we did this last year. We picked one and we were all wrong. We picked two and we were all wrong. I chose Luca. Not a bad pick, but I don't think they're going to win enough. Yeah, they've been playing pretty badly so far. Yeah, Zingo's pretty pretty awful. <laughs> I just feel like it's his year. Like, I feel like uh, the narrative fits, but yeah. I don't think the team is going to do good enough. All right, we'll see. I think it's going to be Giannis. I think he might repeat his depoy. But, other, eh, I don't know. I mean, it shouldn't be him, probably, but... I think, we'll see. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be Gobert. Rudy. Rudy. Or Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been NBA Talk and our fifth episode of the Standing Desk Podcast. SDP. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash standingdesk, and our TikTok. At the Standing Desk Podcast. And we'll see you next week.